This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 46 is going to be from John chapter 6, verses 60 through 66. The word of God is going to offend the one who does not have the right heart condition. In John chapter 6, verses 60 through 66, the Bible reads, Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who would betray him. And he said, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Notice, Jesus was going to offend them. He was not going to change the message to be less offensive to the ones that did not want to believe it. In verse 64, notice what Jesus says, But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who would betray him. He knew that his words were going to be offensive to these people, but he did not change them. And they walked away and followed him no more. Who walked away? Was it atheists that walked away, people that didn't believe in him to begin with? Or was it his disciples that walked away after they heard hard sayings? In John chapter 6 and verse 60, it says, Therefore many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it? And so we see he was talking to his disciples, people who had previously believed in him. But when he said something that was hard, something that was a little bit offensive, because it didn't match up with what they believed, they walked away from him. They didn't listen to him. They had in their own minds the way that Jesus was supposed to teach. And when he went against this, they walked away from him and walked with him no more. We need to be people who have the right heart condition, that when Jesus says something, we believe it and listen to it. Because the words that he speaks, they are spirit and they are life. They are the only way to salvation. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Notice what Paul told the church at Rome. For I am not ashamed. Jesus was speaking words of spirit and of life, and they were offending people, and people were walking away. But Paul said, I'm not ashamed of him. I'm going to listen to him. I'm going to follow his word. And because of this, it's in the message, it's in the word, it's in the gospel that we find salvation. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, it says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. If these people here in John chapter 6 were not willing to listen to this, then they were not willing to follow God's power of salvation to salvation. Because God chose to put the power in the message. In 
Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, and verse 15, the Bible says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Sometimes what the Bible has to say is going to offend us. If we're walking in sin, and we don't want to change our life, if we don't want to repent, and when God comes in and says, you must repent of this, you must change your life, because this is not how I want you to live. This is how I want you to live. And we stubbornly hold to the sin instead of changing our lives by repenting and coming back to him, then we're going to walk away from him because we don't want to listen to what he has to say. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, this is a hard saying, who can understand it? We don't want to understand Jesus sometimes. Sometimes the message is real simple, but because we have our pet sins that we do not want to change, we say, who can understand? This is just too hard for us to understand. But even though they were going to walk away from him because it was a hard saying, notice he did not change the message. He still taught it. But there are some of you who do not believe, for Jesus knew from the beginning who they were, who did not believe, and who would betray him. He knew before he said it that there was going to be somebody that was going to betray him. He knew before he said it that there were people in the audience that were not going to believe him and that they were going to walk away from him because of it. In Matthew chapter 10, verses 22 through 28, the Bible reads, And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in the city, flee to another. For assuredly I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Therefore do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be made known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and whatever you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who can kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Jesus told them that some of the things that they were going to have to teach was going to cause them to be hated by men for Jesus' sake, and that they were to teach it anyway. They were to endure to the end in order to be saved, because this is what Jesus did. He did not change the message to tickle the ears of the people around him. Even when he knew that the message was going to be offensive and that it was going to run some of his disciples off because they have the wrong heart condition, their heart was either hard, rocky soil, or thorny soil. It was hard, and no, nothing that Jesus said was going to get into it. Or it was thorny soil, and the word was going to penetrate and put down roots. Because, because of the thorns, it was going to be choked out. Or it was rocky, and again, the message was going to penetrate the heart and go down into the soil. But the rocks were going to keep the roots from taking root and stretching out and holding it to the soil, and they were going to fall away because they have no depth of root. 
or they have the right heart condition, the soft soil, the nutrient-rich soil that was going to receive the word with all readiness of heart, as the noble Bereans did in Acts chapter 17 and verse 11. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily to see if those things were so. You see, when we teach what God wants us to teach, people are going to walk away from us as they did then. They're going to hate us. We're going to be hated for the name of the Lord. When we teach the message the way that God wants it to be taught, then there are going to be people who walk away just as they walked away from him. In Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 through 37, listen to what the Bible has to say. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Jesus himself said, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against his mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. The word of God is going to offend the one who does not have the right heart condition. And this is going to be true even amongst our own families. If people do not want to receive the word, they're going to kill the messenger. They're going to hate the messenger. And Jesus said, I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. So when people, even amongst your own personal family, does not believe the word of God, it's going to bring a war to your own family. And we cannot be a people that love our father or our mother more than God. We have to understand, if they want to make war with God, then they're going to have to make war with us as well. For Jesus did not come to bring peace, but a sword. Going on to Luke chapter 6 and verse 26, there's a warning for those who everybody likes when you're preaching the word of God and nobody hates you, nobody has any discontent for you whatsoever, there's a problem. And notice this warning that Jesus gives the people in Luke chapter 6 and verse 26. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. We don't want to bring a sword. We want peace everywhere with every person, but that's not possible. When the word of God is taught the way that it needs to be taught, it's going to offend the ones that do not have the right heart condition. It's going to make them hate you. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. If you want all men to speak well of you, then you have to teach a doctrine that is not compatible with what Jesus taught, because they hung him on a cross for teaching what God wanted him to teach. How are we going to be any different? Going back to... Matthew chapter 10 and verse 25, it says, It is enough for the, a disciple to be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? They called Jesus Beelzebub. And so if they called him Beelzebub for teaching and doing the things in which he was supposed to do, then how much more are they going to call us Beelzebub when we act like him? It is enough for a disciple to be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If we become like the master, then they're going to hate us. And when everybody's speaking well of us, we can say for absolutely sure that we are not being like our master. 
because the message that he taught, even though it was a message of love, even though it was a message leading people to heaven through him, they still rejected it. He came to his own, and his own received him not. Why do we think as his followers, as his disciples, that we're going to be loved by everyone when we teach the same message that he taught? It's simply not going to happen. If people are not being offended by what you're teaching, then more than likely what you're teaching is tickling the ears of the people. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, the Bible says, Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but will heap up to themselves teachers having itching ears. You see, the only way that everybody is going to like you is if you are tickling their ears with the message that you're preaching. Because if you are teaching the way that Jesus taught, they're not going to like you. If you're teaching the message that Jesus taught, they're not going to like you. Jesus said in Luke 13.3 and Luke 13.5, I tell you, nay, unless you repent, you shall all likewise perish. People do not like to hear the fact that they need to repent of their sins. They want to think that, oh, well, God knows my heart. He knows my intentions. And because he knows my intentions, I don't need to repent of what I've done. Well, in Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, the writer of Acts, Luke, records, truly this time of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, for he's appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. Looking at Luke chapter 21, verses 17 through 19, the Bible says, And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but not a hair of your head shall be lost, but your patience possesses your souls. You see, telling his apostles, he said, You're going to be hated for my name's sake, but not a hair on your head shall be lost. If we are hated for Christ's sake, we're going to be taken care of. Now, he was talking to his apostles here in Luke chapter 21, verses 17 through 19, but he says similar things to the church at Rome in Romans chapter 8 and verse 28, where he says, For everything works together for the good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. You see, if we are working according to the purpose of God and we die, this is the reason we don't need to fear them. Fear not the one that can kill the body, but fear has no more power afterwards. You see, God's going to take care of us in heaven. Blessed are those who die in the Lord, for their works follow after them, according to the book of Revelation. We need to be following Jesus, and we need to be understanding that the message that Jesus preached, it's where the life is. And if we're not preaching it, then we do not have life in us. And if we're not preaching it, we're not helping people come to heaven. We're not helping people to go to heaven through Christ. The word of God is going to offend the one who does not have the right heart condition. We need to make sure that we have the right heart condition and that we're helping others to have the right heart condition. In John chapter 15, verses 18 and 19, it says, If the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. The world is going to hate the one that is following after Christ because Jesus has chosen them out of the world. We're no longer to be a part of the world. Love not the world nor the things that are in the world. For all that is of the world, the lust of flesh, the lust of the eyes, and pride of life is not of the Father, but it's of the world. John chapter 15, John, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 20. We need to make sure that we're not loving the world. 
and trying to tickle the ears of men. The word of God is going to offend the one who does not have the right heart condition. So, as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.